Those seven days have almost passed. There is little that needs to be said. So they will say all of it. Oh no. That is you like, hang up on? You did it again! Oh no. Mike! This is becoming a thing with you. Oh no. WFOD begins now. WFOD. My name is Mike. I am joined by Drunkard STL on the Twitters. That fucking gay. And guys, the king of pranks, Mr. Travis Hulse. Hey, Travis, there is so much going on in the world, and we need to talk about all of it. Uh, Please. Coming up after the break, we're going to be talking to Isaac Eckler. He is the front man of the uh, the uh, Bluegrass. Uh, band, uh, I, is that how we describe them? Bluegrass? No, but I don't really know what else to call. There, there are a lot of things. They, they got a, they got a horn man. They got a, a upright bass. So, so they're sky. Check out fucking Good Morning Bedlam. Uh, they're, they're awesome. Tracks. A Midwest, uh, full Midwest band, part of the Midwest. Yeah, guys, I want to talk about. Uh, if if you've turned on your goddamn TV, you probably hear somebody simping. And boy, I hope you have. Simping for that Ozempic, Travis. Oh, oh, oh. Ozempic. You know what's crazy? We're going to talk about that, right? Like, I didn't necessarily know what Ozempic was, and then I, like, heard more people talking about it. And then I looked into a study about it and was blown away by what this fucking drug is. So, Ozempic is a diabetes drug. Yeah. And... Doctors can prescribe it off-label to people that want to lose weight. Right. It's a, it's also a weight loss. That was that's but the they kind of stopped doing that. They changed the drug. But there's another drug called Wigovi. Wigovi, yes. Which pretty much does what Ozempic does, only without the diabetes stuff. Right. Right. But Wigovi doesn't have what Ozempic has, Travis. And you know what that Wait. is. A sweet ass theme song. Oh, a oh, sweet oh, ass oh, theme song. If eligible, you may pay as little as twenty-five dollars. So they have the pilot song. It's magic, Travis. Yeah. Uh, Wigovi we, we, doesn't we, have we, that. We, we still watch television with commercials in it because I'll watch Tubi or we'll watch Hulu. Right. I, I don't pay for ad-free Hulu, and there's a couple of other things that we watch. And my daughter, like, will randomly. She's fourteen. She will randomly walk through the house singing the Ozempic song. Now, the other thing that it doesn't have the Wigovi commercial ain't bad though. What is the Wigovi commercial? It's just, well, just one of your standard. Do you know that we field. are the only country in the world that allows 
drug companies yeah. to advertise on television. Uh, New Zealand also, Travis. Those yeah. are the only two. So Ozempic, <laughs> because it's a diabetes drug, some insurance companies will pay for it. Whereas Wigovi is for weight loss, and so insurance ain't paying for that because what do we need to pay for you to lose weight? Right, but doctors were with Ozempic prescribing it for weight loss, but coding it as diabetes so right. insurance would cover it. <laughs> so it was a scam. It was a big fucking our, scam. Our medical system is very broken, people. If you did not realize that in the United States, our medical system is 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 chock full of holes. Travis, I tried to make a uh, trash, a, if you will. I tried to make yeah. a, a catchy song for Wigovi. I don't know if this will. Let's work, hear it. Wigovi isn't like Ozempic. Cause Ozempic is for diabetes Wigovi, it is only for the weight loss Wigovi, 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 Wigovi So I'm sure you saw the biggest side effect, right? What's that? You die? You well, liqu- your bones like, liquefy? Like they, what, what, how they cut? So, I forgot the word, but it's Horrible diarrhea, like the, he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> diarrhea, sudden bowel, that's the best kind. bowel violent. Vi- that's what it was. Violent diarrhea is what they called it. Violent. The fun thing, the fun thing about Ozempic, right, is it was a diabetes medication. It was a weight loss medication. But now there are studies saying that what it actually could be used for potentially is to uh, curb addiction, right? Because because the weight loss portion of it is curbing desire to eat for sure and they're they're actually saying now that they haven't tested it they're starting tests on it and they've they've done a little bit of research but not completely that this could potentially be a cure for alcoholism drug addiction uh gambling and all sorts of other. it's kind of like could david Duchovny take it travis to quit wanting to fuck all the time (laughs) <laughs> he got divorced for that because he wanted to fuck so much. Goddamn sex addict. He blocked that. It's the same thing that Shantix was, right? The uh the quit quit smoking. Oh, they thing. took that off the market quick. Where'd Shantix yeah. go, Travis? Well, Ray, they, Ray Liotta, the fucking spokesperson, died. Did he die yeah. from taking Shantix? Uh, I think so. Oh no. The, the, the problem with Shantix allegedly, was, allegedly. The reason that yeah. Shantix was so effective was that what it did was blocked pleasure receptors, right? <laughs> so that's like when you heard these side effects, when they said, if you have uh, experiences of suicidal thoughts, you should contact your doctor immediately and stop taking Shantix is because exactly what Shantix did was block pleasure receptors. So that's why when you lit a cigarette and smoked a cigarette, you thought this cigarette tasted disgusting because the part of your brain that used to get like off on smoking a cigarette was like, fuck this thing. Could you imagine so- Travis taking something to deny yourself pleasure? Yeah, that's, that's essentially what it did. So it was almost placebo like. Right. So if you were taking it for quitting smoking, it worked for quitting smoking. But some people, if they weren't in the right mind frame, it would just take away all pleasure from them and they would want to kill themselves. So what they were saying was you could use Shantix for other things, again, like addiction problems, if it was specifically uh, prescribed for those things, because you were in the mind frame of, like I said, placebo, where you were like, I'm taking this medication for this specific thing. The only problem was if you weren't in that whole dead set mindset or if you're kind of your brain was kind of just all over the place, your brain would just shut down everything that gave you joy, making you want to jump off uh, the Sears Tower. You know what? uh 
You know what gives drunk joy, Travis? Uh, it's cola. I'll make him try them all. I'll do it for you. I am the show controller. He'll tell you if it's good or bad. Cause drunk's the fucking king of cola. Now, the last time, drunk, by the way, the colas in my fridge are piling up. We have a lot of colas for you to try. <laughs> You're going to need to get a, a cola mini fridge one. for the podcast room. Today, I I noticed, Travis, that drunk had not tried the uh, Zevia zero calorie cola. Ooh. So I did get that, which you won't be excited about. But I also have like a Broadway cola. I have a whole bunch of colas for drunk to try. But Who is Broadway cola? Uh what else? I think that was Kroger, right? I think it was in Save a Lot. I was gonna say, yeah, yep, yeah. Broadway is Save a Lot because uh, Kroger is just like K Cola or yeah, some shit. Like yeah, no, that. you've already tried the Kroger Cola. You actually rated it really good. So the last time yeah, drunk yeah, tried a like cola, he tried the ultimate zero sugar Coca Cola. Uh, this week he has the ultimate Coca Cola. Full sugar, Travis. So I'm expecting a better score, but I guess we'll see. So yeah, you never once again, know. XP flavored. Don't know what that means. Right. Once again, seven and a half ounce can. You know what that means. What's that? Oh, but yeah. Best to, to mix to with rum or jack. Yeah, put it in a mixed drink. Yeah, or for a child. I had uh, <laughs> several stars and stripes helpings today with some fireball whiskey in it. It was quite good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Fantastic. All right, so it's a gold can. It's a limited edition. Down the hatch it goes. Oh. I got to say, it's much better than the zero sugar. You would say that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. It's almost has like a strawberry aftertaste so it the last one tasted bubble gummy this one doesn't taste bubble gum it's like a totally different flavor you think does it taste like the the not diet version of the last one you tried because <laughs> that's what it is should be i haven't tried one of those yet Travis. maybe maybe it tastes like strawberry big league chew the okay taste I, I, I can I can hit the bubble gum, but I, I feel like it's more strawberry. Strawberry. Huh. 4-4? Um, 4-4 for that. So it's better than the zero sugar, but not by much, Travis. And can I say, you brought up Big League Chew. Hats off to all the products that were targeted towards children when we were younger <laughs> that wanted to get you to, to use tobacco. Candy cigarettes, <laughs> uh, those cigar bubblegum cigars that blew the, the powder out of the tip, and uh, Big League Chew, which made you want to be like uh, the Major League Superstars of our day yep. who just spit chewing tobacco all over the I loved uh, the all of those, Travis. I used to walk yeah. up to Nagels to get those in the uh, 10 yeah, seconds. You're goddamn right you did. And then, you know, the fun did was like kitty cocaine. So Yep, 100%, as was Picky's, Pixie Sticks. And Here, then we had, here's your nummies. You also, you here's also your had nummies that, for the morning, kids. Yep, you also had that, uh, remember when uh, Jack Lynx made that jerky snuff that came in tins that looked exactly like uh, chew. Yep. Travis, um, did you see the preview clip of the Twisted Metal television program? 
I did oh, not. I was, like the video game. They're making a twisted metal television program. Sweet Tooth looks amazing. I've seen some stills from it, but I did not watch the uh, trailer or whatever they put out Dude, for they, it. They uh, need to recome out with that video game. That day, video so, game will be uh, dope in twenty twenty three. Twisted Metal Two was the f- fucking the kids. Fuck yeah. Uh, Hawkman or uh, what? What's the fi- the the new Captain Falcon. America? Tra- yeah, Falcon. Anthony Mackie. He's in it. I, I don't know who he is. I don't remember any of the characters for that game, but I remember it being dope as fuck. Yeah, I remember. You remember, I you remember Sweet game. Tooth and you remember Axel. Sweet Tooth was the clown that drove around the ice cream truck, and, and Axel was, was the guy with no shirt that was just between two big giant tires. Yeah, <laughs> which you could kill really easily. He was so easy to kill. Right. Uh, was so, there like an Optimus Prime kind of character too, or something? There was a semi, I believe. Yeah. The the clip, Travis, which I pulled because I was hoping that you hadn't seen it yet uh will arnett is doing the voice of sweet tooth so uh sweet tooth is the wrestler um uh samoa joe but they don't use samoa joe's voice they darth vader him and put uh will arnett's voice in as sweet Tooth. in the body of the the voice of the giant bodied clown yeah oh boy uh and this this seems like it's going to be stupid, Travis, but I would expect it to be stupid. It's and a so show or a movie? It's a show. When did it come out on? I think it's coming out soon. On what? Isn't it, isn't it on Peacock? It's on one of those. Oh, yeah, I, I want to say it's on the Peacock. Yeah, uh, but I have it. this clip. Uh, Will Arnett and Anthony Mackie, they're, they're, well, Sweet Tooth and Anthony Mackie, they're fighting, Travis. And... Get back uh, in the car, you idiots. Yeah, they're fighting in a casino, and Sweet Tooth has the upper hand, Travis, but Anthony Mackie is able to talk his way out of it in a unique way that I think that you'll enjoy. She had dumps like a truck, 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 that's like what, 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 all night long. Let me see that thong. Like it with the beat go. Da-da, da-da. Baby, let your booty go. Da-da, da-da. Girl, I know you want to show. Da-da, da-da. The thong, the thong, thong, thong. Do you love this over-haired god? Huh? Don't lie to me. Yeah, man. So he's going to kill him, Travis. But then he so has they're... second thoughts because they both have a mutual love of Cisco. So they're fighting. Yes. Sweet Tooth, just as he's kicking the shit out of Anthony Mackie, starts singing the thong song, and yes. Anthony Mackie joins him? Yeah, he knows some of the words to the thong song, Travis, and so then he doesn't oh, kill him. I can't wait for this show. <laughs> <laughs> if this show... All I, I really want from this show is for it to be the Death Race remake with Jason Statham, but with all these dumbass characters <laughs> and shitty humor. And I'll be totally on pile on the shitty humor and I'm in and it seems like they're on the right track. Travis. Yeah, because that that clip was so fucking stupid that I would probably love it. Yeah. Guys, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Isaac Eckler from the band Good Morning Bedlam. They have new music out They're on tour. Travis, check them out. Look at goodmorningbedlam.com. Find all the tour dates. And we're looking forward to talking to him. Stick around. Here you are, children. Enjoy your delicious ice cream. He was an ice cream truck driver dedicated to serving frozen treats to all the neighborhood children. Yo, dog, we ain't doing that ice cream shit no more, you heard? It's a fentanyl spot now. Until
until the gangs came and tried to trade the bomb pops and chocolate tacos for crack cocaine. You're on my turf, punks. This is the good humor man's spot. Could them's freezers be full of guns? Hunted's ovum. It's one guy in a van with a clown painted on it. Kill him dead. Liam Neeson stars in the Netflix original film, The Ice Cream Man. Keep fucking song. Brain freeze. Coming soon. W-F-O-D! Chatbot Clyde recommends the 1944 film National Velvet starring Elizabeth Taylor and promises us that it does have horses in it. Just grab the bottom of the cup, rip it, and win. Prizes include a new car or a discount on teriyaki fries. At Wong Burger, when it's right, it's Wong. Some customers may get their dicks ripped off. Here's Drunk with a look at the weather. Our obesity epidemic can be best described as a boiling pot of rice. It keeps getting hotter, and we keep getting softer and fatter. Destined to a life of struggle and no polar bears. Now back to the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks internet radio program. Do nothing, we make it through 
come back home, I'm still dreaming. I'm blowing kisses to the ones who watch me fall. Doesn't bother me at all. Guys, welcome back. Our guest tonight is the frontman of the folk rock band Good Morning Bedlam. They're touring all over the place and recording music. So check out goodmorningbedlam.com for more information and to see when they're playing near you. Guys, Isaac Eckler is on the program. Where are where are you? I'm in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. Oh. Why is it so nice out? I'm in it Wisconsin. Looks really it looks nice. like shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess you're in the wrong state. Well, the, all your garbage comes to us, so... <laughs> Looking outside, it's dark. It's been raining all day. Did you have that yesterday? No, yesterday was pretty nice too. Yeah, oh, what the hell? It's all passing you and coming we're... directly to me. Where in Wisconsin are you? Uh, smack dab in the center, central Wisconsin. Nice, Isaac. This new song is great, man. I, I listened to it over and if if you make get a check from Spotify for like twenty five cents, it was probably mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks so much. The songs just kind of keep getting more and more instruments and stuff. Do you worry about how you're going to recreate that live? I think there will maybe come a point. One thing that we've really started doing is for some of our bigger shows, like our festival shows and that kind of things, we started uh, working with a drummer. Yeah. So that we're playing as a five piece instead of a four piece. You well, know, I thought, I'm a really I big... thought you were a three piece. Oh, you have a, a horn guy too now, right? Yeah, we got trumpet now as well. Oh, so. wow. But, you know, in addition to that, I think uh, I'm a big believer that the live version can be the live version and the, the recorded version yeah. can be the recorded version. It should be different, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'd also I think it also makes it kind of fun because I think what I'd like to do with some of these songs as they get bigger and, and more cinematic even is maybe release uh, a couple of versions that are more like the live version so that you can kind of hear different um, different paths that the song could take if you wanted to. I guess now where people aren't just putting out a CD and that's what you get, I guess now you can just stick that on. Uh... Yeah, I was going to say, you're a young man, so you're not beholden to the old school, like, I'm putting out an album, so if we wanted to, we can include, like, the live tracks or the different tracks at the end of the album. You can just release shit whenever you want to. It's very true. Um, although I am kind of a an album person, like I like the flow of records. You oh know? yeah, me, me too. Um, Agreed. <clears throat> but uh, I think you kind of get the best of both worlds in this day and age. Because honestly, what we found is if you release, you know, we've been basically releasing everything as singles for like two and a half years, and then it's like we'll release ten singles and then put them out on a record. You know, what would have been a record anyway? But right. What we found is like the people that want to listen to singles are going to listen to singles and the people that want a record are just going to wait for the record to come out. And so you can kind of get the, the best of both worlds in that way. Is it yeah, kind of right. weird to put out an album after everything's already been out as a single? It's kind of anticlimactic. It's just like, yeah, you've heard all of these, but here they are all as one thing. I was definitely worried about that when we first were talking about it, because like I said, I love records, yeah. you know. So much of I feel like the music industry is based around the live show. Yeah. That it's like when you go to put out the, the physical record and put it all together, it's like the songs might be out, but you're going to put out specialty merch and we'll have our vinyl and we'll have CDs and we'll do some right. sort of big show. You know, I think when we put out our last record, we played as a seven piece for our album release show. So we had multiple horns and drums. And so you throw this big old party for it. But uh, 
you know, I think there is a small part of me that sometimes I, I do like the mystery of releasing a, a feather when the record comes out. But. That, right. Be, being an album guy, that has to be a thing that you you probably yearn for. Right. Like, I know some of my favorite albums, like when you listen to them, it they blend together. Right. So if I hear a song by a band i'm expecting to hear that next song next if even if i hear it on the radio right like so it's like it's all kind of the the same story you know so when you do hear them individually it's not the same thing so is there any interest in you like going forward to maybe create something like that or are you kind of sticking to the the industry standard of you know this is kind of how it is we put out a single when we have a single you know i think for now i i'm I'm kind of thinking we'll stick to the the releasing singles. One thing that I think that is really fun about that is also when we release a single, we try to make a big deal about each one, right. whether that's by putting out a lyric video or putting out a music video or putting out some sort of live version and basically giving it, you know, each song its own spotlight. Yeah. Right. And, and that is one thing that is really fun on the other side of things is Spreading them out also gives us the amount of time to like, rather than having to have a whole budget for the record up front for content pieces, especially video and and that kind of thing, and lets us kind of spread out and actually give each one a bit more of its own space out in right. the world, which is really fun actually. And it it's actually I think also makes you you can't have any fluff on a record if you're going to release them all as singles. They all have to hit exactly the way they're supposed to, which has been really fun. That that is fun because I think even some of my favorite albums, I could say, man, I love that album. It's one of my all-time favorite albums, but I could leave track nine. I I, I don't, I could Uh skip track nine every single time or I could scripts, you know, you know, skip track eight. That's one, one of the bands that I really like uh, now to a current band uh, they just released a single, God, I want to say probably three weeks ago. And it's the same kind of thing where it's like, okay, we have a new song out. Like uh, you say corresponding merchant things. I think they put like flip flops, like flip flops out with this single, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, any, that makes sense. Any plan to do Good Morning Bedlam flip flops? Oh man, we were talking about store? doing socks. Yeah, socks See, cool. it's in the same vein. <laughs> It'd be so fun. Also, I started doing this thing. It's so dumb. But uh, I started wearing these sparkly Crocs last year, <laughs> and now, like, they're these like silver sparkly Crocs. They're the stupidest shoe, but you, I you wear love them, them. At, like at home, or you wear those out in public? I wear them on stage every oh, day. Isaac. <laughs> sparkly, like they're bedazzled, or Isaac. Let me tell you, I have a pair of Crocs. I mostly mow the grass in them, but my wife has bought me accessories for the Crocs. Now I have headlights for my Crocs, and you know oh, those. Uh, those testicles that people put on the back of their trucks. Truck nuts? Are you talking about truck nuts? She got me nuts for my Crocs, Travis. Croc they're nuts? not comfortable. They're they're very they dig into your heel. I do not recommend them, but I but they I, probably look great. No, they look stupid. Yeah. They but <laughs> I mean I I've been wearing those and I've been trying to make it a thing where I want to like start giving out something free at shows to people that show up in Crocs just to see how many people I can get to wear Crocs. To oh, shows. the whole crowd will. It's just, the whole crowd. It's it's so dumb, but it's just like if you're doing this kind of thing, it's like why not have just like yeah, the sure. best fucking time doing it? So. Uh, yeah, like Drunk said, I, I would have you. You're gonna have to bring a crate of free shit because if you like make that known that people need if they show up with Crocs, they're gonna get something free. Every the <laughs> entire crowd 
is going to have sparkly Crocs in that crowd. I'm, I'm buying brand new Crocs for whatever $5 thing you're giving me. I guarantee you. <laughs> Isaac, for some reason, I got in my head that I wanted to ask you about Chris Gaines uh, because Garth Brooks just announced that he's going to like put out three more Chris Gaines albums. And I've always defended the Chris Gaines thing because Isaac, like, you need to explain it because Isaac I looks like it. he's confused about what you're talking about. I am. Well, I know I did see the announcement that Garth Brooks put out yesterday. It was like yesterday I saw yeah. it, but I don't know who Chris, Chris Gaines okay, is. Garth Brooks at the height of Garth Brooks, the peak of Garth Brooks, like the late decided 90s, decided that he wanted to make like a rock record, not like. Like a Brian Adams rock record, you know, like yeah. something it, it, not not Garth Brooksy, and not like I'm Garth Brooks. I'm gonna put out a rock album, but and so he <laughs> made up a fake persona, his alter ego. He he had a soul patch. Right. He grew his hair long, and he wore the, he wore eyeliner. The 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 record company wussed out at the last minute and said, "Hey, everybody, this is Garth Brooks." Because they were afraid, but like he wanted to do something completely different than Garth Brooks and felt like if he put out a rock record as Garth Brooks, that would be like a betrayal to the people who like him for his country stuff. And, and like, th that's one thing about your guys' stuff is, is it surprises the hell out of you. Just like you're three minutes into a song and then all of a sudden there's a orchestra of horns and stuff and it's like, Oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. And so I was just as a guy who gets pretty experimental with his stuff, like ha have you ever been like, "Oh man, I I'd really like to make some R&B, but like the Good Morning Bedlam fans will think that's weird." Or like do you feel like you could just do it? Does that make sense? I think we could just do it. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I think we could do it. This is why um you know, like, we'll try different things. Like, you know, you might listen to our last record and you'll be like, this is definitely like a John Prine-esque song. Yeah. And this one over here is kind of like, it's kind of a throwback to like 30s uh, music. And this one is kind of based off of uh, like Django Reinhardt or Squirrel Nut Zippers. Sure. And I think one thing that we always, we've just done so much of it, it's, to surprise people has kind of become what we are, right, you know, right, but it right. still sounds distinctly us. And I think because part of that, and this is maybe, I think is just because, um, especially like Tori and I, that we're kind of the, the creative force in the band and the writing and, and everything. We're not good enough musicians to actually learn the genres. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like, let, what would it be like if we, without learning any so, of the rules? Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, you guys yeah. are a bad example for like sticking yeah. to a genre because you guys kind of, <laughs> you make what you want to make. And I, I get that. But uh, like, I, I, I've just, I've always understood the Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines thing. And I, I feel like mm -hmm. people don't. I don't know. I, I got think it in my head that I thought I, I wanted think it's to ask awesome. you. Awesome. I also wonder if when he originally did it, like, I think one thing that can be hard for musicians, especially as they get really popular. I mean, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say that I was incredibly <laughs> popular, you know. But I, I wonder if there's this sense sometimes as the more records you put out, you're always trying to figure out like, how do I continue to write stuff that is in the vein of 
the songs that I've written that the people that have supported me for so long yeah. love like, uh, w- and they appreciate that people would and expect so this from you. Like exactly. Yeah. But it's like you, then you get pushed back about like, well, all your records sound the same or you go the other way and people <laughs> right. get mad because it doesn't sound like you. You can't, and, you can't win because even some of my favorite bands, you know, from, from years past where they've had a storied catalog and, and they all do sound very similar. You know what you're getting into. And then they put out an album that sounds nothing like them. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, why did you do this? And then they put out the one, you know, the next one, and it sounds like it did in the earlier ones. And it's like, oh, it's just another one of those. You know, it's like it's you you can't win either way. Yeah, I think one thing I like about the the, the Chris Gaines thing is I'm a huge comedy fan. Like I'm a huge com- like stand up comedy nerd. And one thing that I love about that form of entertainment is that you always have to be doing something new. Yeah. So like none of what you do can stand on what you've done before like everything you put out has to be new and i think it's really unique in that way in a way that like music you don't have in the same way like a a a famous musician is always gonna have to get up and play their hit oh sure even if they try some new stuff it's like you're always gonna fall back on it and i wonder if sometimes it's hard for musicians to look at their art like clearly at a certain point for just being Man, when I started talking, I thought I had a really great point. And now I'm realizing. <laughs> no, I, 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 I know your point is there. I know exactly what you mean. There's actually like, very. It's like, he wanted to go as Chris Gaines because he was like, can I write a good rock record? And yeah. if nobody knows it's me, will people like it just because it's, it's like a good the record, Stephen King, Richard Bachman thing? Like, you know, he wanted to see if he's a good writer or if people just buy it because it's Stephen King. Well, it's like exactly. the yeah. the gorillas created themselves, and and right. you know they're they're a cartoon band, but it's it's all like musicians that have been around forever. But they didn't want to be like, yeah. hey, it's us. You guys know us. They wanted to be like, hey, we're a fucking cartoon. But, but like, listen to this single, Clint Eastwood. Isn't you know, it great. <laughs> uh, what Mick Jagger is what in his eighties now, and yeah, if mm-hmm. he plays the stadium, yes, he's playing a stadium. That's awesome. But he's got to play Satisfaction. He's got. He's to. playing. He's playing Satisfaction. He's playing Wild Horses. Don't play Creep. Well, that's well, it's Radio. That's that's the thing. So that's what I was trying to say about like the stand-up comedy. It's like comedians after they put out a record or a special or whatever it is, like they have to go back and create something completely new, and it has to stand on its own merit. So they're always getting feedback about where they're at in the moment. Right. I'll give you a little pushback on that. The only place that that doesn't apply is if you're the original rednecks of comedy, right? Like Jeff Foxworthy was like, you might be a redneck if, and the other yeah. guy was like, here's your sign. They, they, they played their hits, right? Like they were, they were Jimmy Buffett playing Margaritaville, but yeah, it's I like, know, I, Ron, yeah, Ron that was pretty true. Good stuff. <laughs> I, I agree to your point though. Like in general, comedy has to be like, you've already seen this. We have to do something new. Yeah. There are definitely a couple of exceptions to that. Like, um, in addition to them, who's uh he was like the first guy to ever sell out stadiums and he did like the dirty nursery rhymes. Um oh, Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. Dice Clay. Yeah. Oh mother Thank Hubbard you, sat Clay. on I, her tummy. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of his oh. name, but like Dice Clay is one of the only comedians that gets out there and does he's gotta do the hits, you yeah. know, yeah. too, when he goes up. Yeah, people get pissed yeah. if he didn't. <laughs> yeah. So I Isaac is a record coming out. I know the singles out. We got a yeah. bunch of dates coming up. So we're going to be releasing a couple singles uh, over the next couple of months, but it's going to be coming out as an EP. I think we're going to release that maybe on on cassette, like on tape. Oh, uh, 
you're gonna sell it out of are you gonna different. sell it out of your trunk too, Isaac? Like that's, I hope so. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isaac, why are cassettes yeah. coming back? Why is that happening? It's it's they're no good quality yeah, wise. They're, they're terrible. Yeah, they're the horrendous. Why why are we doing this? <laughs> Tell them to stop. We yeah we did you know we we talked about this before yeah, was like when you talk about right. audio like I can see people going back to vinyl okay that makes sense yeah. if it's if it's recorded correctly and it's the same thing. Like when you talk about uh, motion pictures now where people are like, there's like nostalgic for VHS. So VHS is coming back in a big way. It's like cassettes are horrible. Like the, the <laughs> quality are. of cassettes, whether it's video or audio, are just terrible. Yeah. But you want to do think, it anyway. Right? I don't know. I just feel like humans just like we want the thing we don't yeah. have. Right. The thing like from the past. The, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the best thing about the cassette was the mixtape. So, oh yeah. man, did I love him? I loved making a mixtape, dude. <laughs> oh, too, God dude. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mike, I told you, uh, made a mixtape for Christy Palmer. Yeah, it Christy was uh, Brian Adams. Uh, what was that? Uh, Everything I Do, I Do It For You was, was on that, that the one from the uh, Three Musketeers? Travis? No, it was from, was it from Robin Hood? Oh, no, yeah, Robin it was from Three Musketeers. Robin Hood, Robin Hood. I can't remember because he did that one with Sting and Rod Stewart. Um, but then he did that other one. So yeah, maybe it was from that soundtrack, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was my big, that was my big swing for Christy Palmer. So where day. should I send people, Isaac? Should I send them to the website? Should I send them to Spotify, Facebook? Where are you? Send them to Minnesota. That's where Isaac is right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would send them, I think Spotify and YouTube. Yeah. I think those are the spots or anywhere people like to follow bands. You know, we keep everything updated, but, uh, Basically, we want people to come out to shows. We want people to come see live music, hang out, rock out, have wear a good time. Wear some Crocs. That's and wear your sparkly Crocs, yeah. yeah. And wear some wear some Crocs to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, man, it was fun talking to you. We should do it again sometime. Uh, Hell yeah, I'd love know. that. Hey, hey uh, can I put some of the song in the podcast, or, or would you copyright strike me? Would I get in trouble, or...? Go for it, brother. Go for it. Mike, ask him the, w- the question. Ask him the, I got to ask the question. Oh, that's right, Isaac. So you're on stage, right? You, you perform a lot. Uh, yeah. Where's your wallet when you're on stage? Is your wallet in your pocket? Do you leave it backstage? you leave it in the car? I leave it usually in the green room. Okay. If in a fanny pack. Yes. Oh, all right. Crocs in a fanny pack. This is our kind of guy. Know, this right? is this this is classic. Yeah. The the green room thing is classic, but in a fanny pack, that's new for us. So, so we you, appreciate you keep, that. You keep it all like the phone and the keys and the wallet all in a fanny pack. Um. Yeah. Basically, yeah. except for like I'm too scattered, so I'll end up with like half of it in the pack and half it just in my pockets like normal, and then I can't <laughs> find anything usually. So. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> isaac man we appreciate your time it was fun talking to you hell yeah thanks for having me on thanks thanks isaac first of all how on earth did that man's camera video phone have that good of audio quality it wasn't that great he has like one of those kind of voices though i think Travis, is that, that it that band fucks well they, he referenced squirrel nut zippers as they, they are they're very squirrel nut like zippers like I, they're kind of you, bluegrass-ish. You might not know but, but that about me, but Squirrelnut Zippers is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, like <laughs> the 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 his his wife is. I didn't even ask. I didn't know if his wife was going to be there or not. But so 
he had a guy on the upright base and that guy quit and like went to college and his brain. So these are these are young people. They've been around a pretty long time. Uh, they've been around like seven or eight years. We used to play them on Strange Label. That's how I he. Oh, know. shit. Anyway, so like his wife was like their merch person. And she's just like, well, fuck it. I'll learn to play the upright bass. <laughs> and, and like she did. That's and awesome. she's good at it. And like when when they uh, she's like uh, she harmonizes with him. And w- when those two sing together, they sound like like one super person. Like you can't even tell it's two people harmonizing. It's it's so tight and good. That's amazing. Uh, you should send me a track list of songs of theirs I should listen to because I've never heard the band. Yeah, I, I I probably dropped the ball on that, Travis, because I think you probably would. If you're if you're into Squirrel Nut Zippers and stuff, their Love music it. is very surprising. It's it's like you listen to it and you're like, oh fuck, yeah. which I like. Well, it's that's what I want now, Travis. I just want somebody to do something I haven't heard yet. <clears throat> yeah, agreed. Like you. you, you you kind of stick by your old favorites because you know what you're getting. But at the same time, it's like when I hear and the, the last, I think the, maybe even the last new band that I've heard that I was like, wow, this is very new and different yeah. rather than, oh, this is new and comforting was uh, Glass Animals when we yeah, were yeah. supposed to talk to them for a while, you know, when they had that, 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 uh, what was that? Gooey was that, that Gooey, track that yeah. came off that first time? Yeah. That album is. Travis, we, we're not circling back on that either because they're like gigantic. They're too huge now. Huge like now. I know they play them on all sorts <laughs> of freaking. Like we we missed the boat on that. Yeah, but like time. that that band when you discovered them and 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 showed them to me, like it was like they were like just starting out, and that music was just so different and awesome. Was yeah. and uh, yeah. Well, and, and these guys, they're they're really good and they fucking hustle too. Like if you go to their website, they got like a show every night for the whole summer they're they're fucking everywhere uh so the the uh the lesson here is go to their website they're coming to a town near good morning bedlam.com yeah check it out see when uh isaac's coming to you if you got crocs man you're already halfway there dude you're Uh, gonna get something free out of that crate that he's gonna have to bring to every show (laughs) (laughs) i i wanted before we do picks of the week i i just wanted to tell you um there there's something that has been going on for a while in my neighborhood and I don't know if it's happening worldwide or if it's just uh specific to my little bubble but have have you heard the the term take your ball and go home of course when i was a kid that was the case like whoever brought the ball when it was time for them to leave then the game was over right but it also referred to if you were like a pissy little a bitch, piss pants or a loser, take your yeah, no, the no, ball. I know, I know, but still, okay, but yeah, in in my neighborhood, Travis, there's several basketball hoops, and they just fucking leave the basketball out in somebody's yard by the basketball hoop, so that whoever yeah. wants to just go have a basketball game can can go play basketball. Yeah, that's a, that. That's not. <clears throat> I don't think that's. Um, unique to your neighborhood there is a new generation of children who just i don't think it's unique period don't put their basketballs away like i yell at my kids if they don't put our shit away because you yeah, know how shit yeah, gets I weather think I would yell at my kids. Up. yeah i'd yell at my kids too if i bought them a yeah. basketball and they left it out but that yeah. seems to be the case and like it's kind of well, great you're, you're, in a, a way. you're an old curmudgeon 
No, that's just like I bought a basketball. I don't want my kids to leave it outside, let it get weather checked, and right. then it's fucked, and then I gotta buy them another basketball. And I gotta buy them another basketball. Now, if you get them an all weather, what are you buying a nice leather basketball? Get them an all weather basketball. Sweet ass basketballs. I want my kids playing with the best. <laughs> I just think it's kind of great, Travis, that they like they a lot of times they leave the basketball in my yard, Travis, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know, do you have a basketball hoop? No, the neighbors do. They leave the goddamn basketball in my yard. But you know what? That's eh, okay. Because then if they want to come play basketball, they can. I'm surprised you don't biff tan in that thing and put it in the fucking neighbor's fucking... No, <laughs> no. I want, I want Mike to be out there before work one morning at like fucking four o'clock because I know he goes to work at like five in the morning. I want him, like that's his pre-work workout is that he just goes to the neighbor's with the basketball that was left in his yard and just starts going shooting hoops, gets a little sweat going. It can't go to work until I hit a three. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I got 50 free throws and one three-pointer I got to hit before I get in the shower for work. <laughs> Watch me swish this from the curb, baby. I have a pick of the week. Uh, the fucking the, the show with the, the Ukrainian girl. So good, right? So good, Travis. So fucking good. But I'll, I'll tell you. The curious I'll, case of Natalia Grace. We watched the third <laughs> episode, and they were interviewing the other little woman that they were trying to like pawn oh, her yeah. off on they're like yep. hey you want this girl are you're we a- turning into a natalia grace podcast maybe <laughs> but Trevor- drunk watch it that'll be your pick of the week next week we need to, <laughs> we need to investigate that uh little person lady because she was going on a little bit too much about how oh we're little we can't hurt anybody i think she murders people travis because she was playing that card a little bit too hard oh look at me i got fucked up feet i can't hurt anybody it's like yeah you could wouldn't that be super funny if there was like a spinoff like there was for drunk's favorite that doc antle story off of the tiger king yeah where all of a sudden we got a story about that other little person it turns out she is a serial murderer definitely (laughs) murdered people uh, what 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 service is this on? It's on a uh, Max. Max. Okay. It's an I. I believe it's an ID show, which Warner Brothers owns, so it's now on the Max. I. There is a new. Yeah, I think it's on. I think I brought. Did I bring that up? I did. I think you did up, last I week when it was Travis. my. So I, uh, yeah, when it was my my pick of the week that there was a follow up coming. I started watching it immediately, Travis. I was like, oh, I gotta watch this fucking thing. Is the follow up on now? The fo- no, Natalia's. The fucking oh, show that yeah, you was, recommended yeah, yeah, last yeah, week, yeah, yeah. I started watching. But there's a there's a there's a follow up coming, and I don't know if I brought it up last week. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but I'm going to bring it up again. There is a new one coming out that is called "The Curious Case of Natalia Grace." Natalia speaks. It oh, is no. a two hour special where they actually specifically talk to Natalia herself. They just I'm, go find her in the apartment that her parents dumped her off. That at they and- abandoned her in. <laughs> like I said, that's the amazing thing about that documentary is you go on a roller coaster ride, whether you're like these fucking parents or like this crazy little bitch. And then you're like, no, that's <laughs> the parents. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. It's so good. Drunk pick of the week. Nope. Drunk has no pick of the week. Travis. I got to pick a week. I'm going to come in hot. I'm going to say right off the oh. bat, um, the Arnold documentary on Netflix. Oh, fucking amazing. Is this that it's, foo uh, bar? What's that? That foo bar? No, there's a documentary. No, no. No, the foo bar is the show that he is currently in. It's, yeah. I think it's like an eight part uh, comedy action series. 
uh, Arnold, <clears throat> the documentary series just dropped last week. Travis, I saw it's, that and I was trying to decide whether or not I gave a shit about it or not. It's gr- it's great. It's, it's great. so good. Okay. So it's like, it's three episodes, three one hour episodes, and they're broken up into three different parts. The first episode is his career, uh, growing up and then getting into bodybuilding and all of the stuff that came with that. Uh, part two is specifically focused around his acting career, which is very good. And then the third part is specifically fo- focused around his governorship and then up until current. Uh, and they do not pull any punches. Arnold produced this documentary. Yeah. Uh, is 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 a talking head in this documentary. Do they talk about him they fucking do, the maid? They do. They okay. talk about him fucking so... the maid. They talk about his. Does uh, Arnold past specifically indus- talk about fucking the maid? He does. Okay, he I'm downloading it. Talks they talk about his steroid use. They might not talk about steroids. <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> but they do talk about all of that. They talk about the the affair that he had on Maria Shriver. They do talk about the scandal that popped up when he was running for governor about how he, quote unquote, was inappropriate towards women in 1970 something where he would like tug at their swimsuits and shit like that, which yeah. he does not deny uh on camera it's amazing it doesn't pull any punches he doesn't uh shy away from anything it's a very good insightful look at uh uh one of the world's greatest action stars well Uh, i think you sold me on it now travis yeah it's so very good i loved it i do guys we we did it i think we did it fucking did it drunk you okay bud you remember back in the day when we had the bit of Let's see how late drunk's going to be. <laughs> it might be like that for the next couple of weeks. Oh, no. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, drunk. I'm the worst. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, guy. I, we should set up a game, though, where it's like we set a timer, and then like every five minutes that he's late, something fun happens. Yeah, I try, I try to get here on time. I really do. But, but you, um, you know, it is stunt year, Travis. Stunt year, baby. Stunt year. The, the stunt's any, getting... Um, crazier as suggestions the kick off not yet not yet but i'm holding out hope drunk the, the episode the episode just did ju- just drop yeah. right give it a little time we're gonna, we gonna put out a minimum they're gonna trickle in no they make the offer and then we just say yes or you no. can take it or leave it or i could counter offer Okay. You can counter offer. You can counter offer. You can, that's good. Yep. That's you good. can one hundred percent counter offer. This is this. We're living in a state of capitalism. This is not <laughs> some bullshit where they're telling you whatever they want you to do, and you just have to do it. This is absolutely. We can go back and forth with uh, with a price uh, to donate to your uh, wedding. I I started and, and, a new and you channel. Nailed, you nailed the uh, the website. So the web. You put it on the yeah. Uh, your the link you gave out on the show that didn't work. That's funny. Uh, so I had to go find it <laughs> and post it on Discord. I guess I, maybe I should make a thing for the website too, uh, like a button you can click or something, Travis. Because yeah, bring up the website right now. If uh, last week's episode didn't include the correct one, yeah, you fucking, it, it's like a whole. Long it's in Discord. Thing. Or... Uh, what I'll have to do, Travis, I'll make like one of those short link things, so it's like something a bitly. Easy. Yeah, I'll make a bitly, Travis, or, or like a, a link off the website. I'll do something. We'll Check our social media week. for yeah. how to donate to Drunk's uh, Honeymoon well, Fund. Don't donate anything to Drunk. Oh, you can donate without having... Without uh, taking your pound of flesh. You can donate without <laughs> having to make me do a stunt. That's a thing. You can do it. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I don't think you should. 
Make them earn so it. So are you going to be like the the YouTube guy and we're putting all these on YouTube? or we, We'll probably have to record them, yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out, Drunk. There's plenty of time. We have a whole year yeah. of stuff. <clears throat> and if these people are donating money... Um, you know, maybe we put it on our Patreon page for the public, right? Like that'd be the perfect place to post it. Sure. It's our Patreon page for the public, yeah. uh, for yeah. people to see. Are you are you Dill Dannon? I'm Dill Dannon. for listening to this installment of WFOD. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth. Please take a moment to tell a friend, share a link, leave a review, or any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Music featured in this episode is by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Check him out at whitebataudio.com. You can contact us with comments or questions by phone at 636 636- 487 hand or by email at mike at wfodicks.com travis at wfodicks.com or drunk at wfodicks.com special thanks as always to our patreon sponsors jim chadman brian kranz liquid lozenge valerie carpenter jay adson and rabbit poundings if you want early access to episodes you can support the show at patreon.com slash wfodicks Our entire catalog can be found at WFODshow.com, or you can find our feed of the latest episodes on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, iHeart, or wherever else fine podcasts are found. Check us out on social media, WFOD Show on Twitter and Instagram, WFODix on Facebook and YouTube. We will return next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care. Drunk's pick of the week. We, we, don't, we already it, did it, picks of the week for that. For this show? 
Yeah. Yep. The, oh. We did picks of the week. Yeah, so we only pick- need to do one, two beginnings and you an end? You said you wanted to be done at nine. So okay. I got to start right. at nine. All right. All right. All right. Two, yeah, two beginnings and then save that pick of the week for, for well, the next it, one. It was going to be fireworks in the 4th of July. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that probably should have been for the first one. Don't close your hand around the firework because that's how you die. Keep an open palm. Don't electrical tape a bunch of fireworks together and set them off because you'll die. Do have a Roman candle war. Those are fun. Yep. Feel free to shoot them out of your ass, but don't put them too far up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fireworks safety, please. Fireworks Have safety. a happy 4th of July. With drunkard STL. <laughs> All right. I'm Bill Dannon.